I like to describe what we do as like wellness integrated living. Mm -hmm. And that is actually the foundation inspiration behind our book. And that was, since it is so difficult to disseminate this information, a lot of people shop at Whole Foods, but they don't even think about, oh, I have my, my house, is my house healthy? Like, it's just not something on top of people's minds yet. And so I think that's really gonna be hopefully pivotal as far as educating people, which is a part of our mission. Welcome to Home Green Homes podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka, a green home advisor and a green realtor. Here I invite a variety of experts in the world of green homes and have conversations about how we can all live in healthy, resilient, and efficient homes. My guests provide insight in a wide range of topics from designing, building, living in green homes, purchasing or financing green homes and improvements, to how we can live to reduce the negative environmental impact from the way we live. My goal is to inspire and inform you about how we can make a difference in our own lives and our environment. Hello everyone, I am Izumi Tanaka with Home Green Home. Today, I have a special guest, actually two special guests, Rusty and Jen from Austin, Texas. Uh, they are with JS2 Partners. And I'm just going to have Jen tell us the story to start with. Uh, it's a very compelling story. So I can't wait to hear about what you do and how you got here. So Jen, my understanding is that you had uh, some some story to tell how you ended up being a, a contractor and builder. So tell us the story, what happened to you? Okay, um, definitely not what I was planning to do in my life, but sometimes <laughs> things turn out much better than you'd ever expect. I was in grad school at SMU pursuing my MBA. <clears throat> this is about 10 years ago. And I was starting to spend a lot of time at home because I um, gone to part-time work so I could, could go to school. And like, I'd always been healthy. Nothing was ever wrong with me, like athletic. And suddenly I was super tired. I started losing my hair, like massive amounts of hair. I got like skin rashes. It was super hard to concentrate. It's like, what is going on with me? This is so weird. Then I became allergic to like foods, fabrics, um, everything around me, perfume, like anything would set me off and I would like swell up and have allergic reactions and no doctors could figure out what was wrong. Um, so finally, right towards the end of school, um, we found a leak in the shower in my apartment and there were several apartments above mine too and they all had cracked shower pans. So there was a huge infestation of like the bad kind of black mold. I mean, all mold is bad but this was like the terrible of the bads um so it all started to kind of make sense i went to an environmental doctor in dallas and they tested me and i had uh, large amounts of mycotoxins in my body mm -hmm. and for those of you who don't know what those are those are metabolites that mold creates it's like they're vocs basically fumes and um they're very toxic they are carcinogens they amp up your immune system. And that would explain why I started becoming allergic to everything. 
Um, and I also found like xylene and toluene, like pesticides, things that you don't want in your body. And that happens when you're on mold, you don't detox correctly. So everything started to pile up. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do to fix this problem? Because allergy shots would help, but that's not going to stop everything. Um, so I needed to find a place to live and it didn't exist. Like there's all the new construction had formaldehyde and chemicals. And then all the ones that had a, like a few years to air out, they had small amounts of like mildew or mold in the HVAC systems. And I was so sensitive. It's like, I'm going to have to build myself a healthy home. And so that was kind of like the aha moment. And it was a large undertaking, especially for a, a marketing person, like by trade. Um, so I did all the research and I spent hundreds and hundreds of hours, like contacting manufacturers and testing mm -hmm. things out myself. And so that was kind of the birth of um, my first healthy home. <laughs> mm. And at that point, were you with Rusty? Mm -mm. I was in Houston. I had moved back home to be with my family because it was my health was, you know, falling apart. I didn't want to stay in Houston because it was a big city and I, I really had always wanted to move out to the hill country. And um, the air out here is cleaner, there's lakes. And I decided to sell that home. And I was like, I can build another one. It's not that difficult. So I moved out to the central Texas hill country and I started working at the Hill Country Builders Association as the executive director. Mm -hmm. And Rusty was on the board of directors. He was the president at that time. So we worked together for several years um, before we like started dating and um, we started JS2 Partners and it all kind of just like fell into place beautifully because he's a builder and he could teach me how to build and I could teach him how to build healthy. Mm -hmm. So it all worked out. Like that's how JS2 Partners So started. that was the genesis of J JS2 Partners. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's great. So how did you, um, how did you find the way to make, you know, build your homes healthy? And what are the kind of things that you researched about and, and how did you, uh, Rusty, uh, start to integrate into your, I'm, I'm assuming that you have been in the business of building a contractor. Uh, for some time. So how, what was the process of uh, actually learning to build healthy homes? So the, the, the process for the build is the same. I mean, as far as like, a, you know, making a schedule and, you know, as far as how things flow is the same, where, where the learning curve came in was rearranging your, the thinking of, you know, for, I guess contractors are wired, you know, like finish the job, you get paid. And so if you run out of, you know, glue, you just run to the store and buy some. Well, that that doesn't work anymore for, for what we do at JS2 Partners. So it's, it's you know, the planning ahead had to really, really be at the forefront. But, you know, Jen, having gone through that and built that house before, and doing all that research is, I mean, it gave us a huge leg up because she is a walking encyclopedia for these <laughs> materials. So then it, then it becomes, uh, you know, myself as a builder working with the tradespeople, how do we implement these materials into our builds? And from the very beginning, Jen and I set out to not make this, not trying to reinvent the wheel, we're just making it a better wheel. 
uh, you know, the, the building, as far as the structure, everything is, I mean, we're not building out of anything different than what, you know, any other house on the street is built out of. And, and I think that's really where we've succeeded is we don't try to overcomplicate it. It's just a matter of putting the right stuff in the home and, right. and uh, you know, just and continuing to do research because things change all the time. People change ingredients and it's just, uh, you know, really paying attention to that. Mm. Thank you for that, Rusty. So Jen, it sounds like you are really the brain of this. Uh, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> this is for you guys. So um, tell me, how do you, how you define this healthy homes? Like what are the elements that you create that's different from other homes? And, and you also mentioned last time we spoke that it's, it's not exactly the same as green homes. So maybe you can uh, tell me a little bit about that as well. Okay, I'll start with the green. Um, and a lot of people actually refer to us as the green builders. And that's not a bad thing, but it's, they're actually two very different uh, disciplines or schools mm -hmm. of thought. Mm -hmm. And green is focused on, of course, using products and materials and methods that don't harm the environment and leave the smallest footprint possible. Whereas healthy really focuses on the occupants inside the home and their health, wellness, and quality of life. So inherently, a lot of the products we use are like no VOC, uh, or they're all low no VOC. And mm -hmm. things that we can't get that way, we seal up with non-toxic sealers. So that is good for the air quality and good for the environment. But taking it a step further is also looking at... Um, not using like plastics, like recycled plastics that could smell like detergent bottles. Is there's we've run into um, materials that are green, but it's definitely not something that we would feel comfortable putting in a home. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing for like um, like old barn wood. You don't know if it has pesticides on it. Like um, recycled paper, the inks. So there are certain things that um, we will not put inside a home that are considered green, but. Um, yeah, they're just, they're two, two different things. Oh, and I was also going to say that a lot of the green um, codes or like in energy efficiency codes that we have to, as builders, comply with, they automatically have brought over the past decade building to a very green level. And that also means that all the homes basically have to be airtight nowadays. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just how you have to build. And as a consequence, a lot of VOCs and fumes build up in the homes. So it's, it's definitely become like an exponential problem. I, I don't want to say as a result of becoming greener. The real root of the problem is, you know, chemicals they put in the mm -hmm. products. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's where you have to start is like all the different products and materials that are used to build the home. Right. I think it's arguable, actually, that, you know, green, what defines as green homes can can be expanded to, you know, a lot of the health uh, elements that you're speaking of. And you can even, you know, expand further, but we don't have to go there right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I totally but, agree with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should talk for hours about it. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> this could be, you know, a conversation that can go on for hours. But so um, as JS, JS2 partners, um, 
what are the kind of things that you are doing? And, and I'm assuming that as a general contractors, you are uh, building for clients or do you actually build homes as spec homes so that you can sell? Um, what, what are your primary business? Yeah, so uh, we do both. Uh, we do investment properties. We, we typically do about two a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, it's, it's, been, it's been very well received. Uh, I think the longest one has been on the market is three weeks. Oh, wow. And, and that even the case before the housing market exploded after, after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also do custom homes. We have people... Uh, we just finished one for a couple that moved from New Mexico uh, just so we could build their home. Uh, we've had a, a couple relocate from Michigan for one of our homes. Uh, we're building for a couple right now that has lived all over the world and they you know, finally want to settle in Austin mm-hmm. and uh, build one for a family of five. They don't have any health issues, but it, you know, they're just cognizant of the you know what goes in their home and and also environmentally conscious as well and and mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. you know, just, it's it's a good mix um, yeah but the you know it was funny it was very much a leap of faith on our part whenever we started this our first build was an investment and we did a very big one because we wanted to show that this can be done it's not weird it's not it's not different and it it, it went really well and, and we were very fortunate for that mm-hmm. um one of the things that we're seeing trending and we're we're working towards this is is more of a uh, like a, a a rental uh situation mm. we get numerous calls and emails from people that just need a place like right now i need a place to go Mm-hmm. or even the clients that we build for, they need a place to stay while we're building their house. And so we're exploring that and trying to put some stuff together on mm-hmm. that as well. Mm-hmm. So how do you, how are you reaching out to uh, people out there that, that people come to you to build uh, new homes for their families and such? And I'm assuming that they come to you because of what you, the unique uh, uniqueness of your company, correct? Well, I'm very lucky to be a part of a company, a building company that have a built-in marketing genius with an MBA <laughs> from SMU. And so that, that helps a lot because it's really hard to market for mm. a construction company. Yeah. But obviously the, the people have heard about us uh, and, and we're so lucky that, that people, the word of mouth is getting around and that's people reach out to us, uh, to us, you know, Word of mouth is probably the biggest, mm-hmm. the biggest asset we have is having mm-hmm. clients that, that don't refer us or, or tell other people about us. I like to describe what we do as like wellness integrated living. Mm-hmm. And that is actually the foundation, inspiration behind our book. And that was, since it is so difficult to disseminate this information, a lot of people shop at Whole Foods, but they don't even think about, oh, I have my my house. Is my house healthy? Like, it's just not something on top of people's minds yet. And so I think that's really going to be hopefully pivotal as far as educating people, which is a part of our mission is through Mm -hmm. the book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And that's exactly why we're doing this today too, right? Um, I'm just curious, as you said that people would reach out to you by word of mouth and 
like the example you just uh, gave us, Rusty, of the five, uh, family of five who doesn't have uh, health issues, but do you actually get people reaching out to you with health issues? And, and if so, what kind of issues do they come bring to you? And, and how do you, uh, how do you uh, uh, treat them when you're designing a home? Um, you know, we get a whole range of people with, you know, some people with that have been, uh, you know, exposed to mold like gin, mm -hmm. and some people that just have seasonal allergies, uh, some people that have EMF sensitivities to electromagnetic mm -hmm. fields. Uh, mm -hmm. We get a very wide range of people, and so we... Moms we, with kids, too. Yeah, mm -hmm. lots of sick kids, uh, asthma, stuff like that. And Food it's allergies. really really meeting with them and and listening we have a questionnaire that we fill out and, or that the, that our potential clients fill out and it helps us you know paint the picture of what their needs are and you know making sure that we're a good fit to to meet those needs so the last thing you want to do is just take on every client that comes to you because it, it, it it's not fair to either party and so we are really cognizant of, of that and, and try to take a case-by-case -case approach I guess would be a good I mean I'm probably self-professed one of the most sensitive people on the planet yeah we have an in-house <laughs> so if it works for me it's worked for everyone else so far mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean it's not we do of course homes you cater a lot of different facets of a home but as far as the healthy aspects they're just every single one is as healthy as the next one mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah we we uh we don't we don't i guess we don't go backwards <laughs> i'm trying to figure out how we would describe that like all the houses are going to get the same you know healthy materials that the next one would right mm -hmm. like dehumidifiers it's important you know keep humidity down in a home that also helps people with asthma and breathing problems mm -hmm. and of course the purified air whole home purification systems um and like i've been talking about earlier all those materials that we spec and then the waterproofing too going above and beyond on waterproofing not only like windows and doors but your showers and your grout and i mean there's a lot of water inside your home too so it's important to to keep that top of mind but it all these things add up and they really they they even help people with like I think a lot of chronic illness is caused by things in our environment that we're just not really aware of. Mm -hmm. So living in a healthy home, I'm not going to say it can cure chronic illnesses, but it can, it can only help. Yeah. So do you have any tips uh, for anyone? Uh, actually, does, they don't have to be homeowners. It could be anybody living, right? What are your tips for people to identify or even, you know, well, number one, identify any problems in the homes and what to do. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, the, you know, it's easiest to, to start with like the biggest surfaces in your home, like your furnishings, your furniture, uh, mattresses are, are, you know, if you read some of the stuff that they put in those things, it, it would scare you. Uh, air quality is, is a very big deal. Um, you know, water purification, things like that, testing your water. And and most people would go to Home Depot or something and just buy like the under sink deal. But if you take the extra step and 
and have it tested, chances are in your town, there's somebody that will design a water filter specific to your water and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then a big deal is, is any leaks or you know anything like that, it doesn't take long for that to get out of hand. So if you know you have a leak, addressing it, uh, you know, because it, it, the longer it goes, the more expensive it'll get. Uh, you can paint, you know, paint is probably the, your walls and ceilings are the biggest surfaces in your house. And unfortunately, most of the paint from the big box stores is not what we would put in our, our homes that we built. Um, and so covering that up would be a big, a big deal. Mm. So uh, I have, you just gave me one question, but before we get to that, Jen, maybe you can tell me um, what you can say to people, like what to look for. Like, is there any, any uh, symptoms per se uh, for the, the kids or the adults? You know, if once you start to have certain symptoms, like you should, you should be watching out for this or something like that. Do you have any tips? Uh, allergies, even like the onset of seasonal allergies, a lot of these things that are not good for you inside your home, like the um, VOCs and chemicals, they can, they're also known as sensitizers. Mm -hmm. So if you're chronically exposed, even to low levels of them, your body can become sensitized, not mm -hmm. only to those chemicals, but then it starts to spread to other things. And why? I have no idea, but that's normally how it works. Um, but I mean, rashes or chronic sinus infections, all those things really aren't normal, but I think a lot of people just, you know, brush them off like, oh, I've had these for so long, like it's fine, but something has caused that. And so I think really just like paying attention to, you know, your surroundings and also listen to your body. Um, mm -hmm. and then GI upset too, a lot of times, uh, being exposed to things that are like unhealthy in your environment can cause gluten sensitivities and um, things like that. Mm -hmm. Now you had a hard time identifying what was actually wrong before yes. you actually <laughs> identified that it was the environment. I mean, at what point people can actually go down that path of finding out if the, the whatever that's causing their uh, symptoms have are environment related, like home home environment related? I think really one of the best ways is to actually have your healthcare provider run tests on you. Mm. Um, There's several different um, companies that do the mycotoxin testing, which is how to mm -hmm. tell if you have mold in your system. Um, of course, you can also test your home, mm -hmm. do the air quality tests. Um, there's a little bit more intricacies about that, which mm -hmm. we explain in the book. Um, there's also tests for looking at different uh, chemical levels in your blood. Mm -hmm. Heavy metals is another one. Mm -hmm. I had a bunch of lead in me, my dad, I, my whole life. And it's, it was kind of crazy. My dad would load his shotgun shells in the play area where we were when I was little. And uh, of course it like lead dust was everywhere, but I lived my whole life up until, you know, I got sick with mold, not even knowing. And, mm. you know, a couple of years of mold is so much more serious than lead in that instance. But um, yeah, I think starting with running tests on 
yourself, your body, and then also mm -hmm. you can do the air quality and water quality tests in your home as yeah. just as a matter of prevention, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's very helpful. So let me go back to the question I just got, Rusty. So, you know, as you were talking about, well, we, we can't just go get a product from Home Depot and install them. So to do what you do, do you find that it's more expensive? Um, you know, it's, I wouldn't say more expensive. I would say it adds more value <laughs> to, the, mm -hmm. to the deal. Um, you know, the, the, most of the materials that we use are no more expensive than the others. It's just seeking them out. And mm -hmm. it really comes down to not, they're not as available, I guess they are out there, but you have to go get them. And, um, where our, our particular model, where there might be a little added cost is we put a full-time superintendent on our projects to ensure that nobody does run down to the store, just grab a bucket of glue because they're trying to finish their job. So that, that does add a little bit of cost, but it also adds a whole lot of peace of mind, you know, where we can, where we can ensure that the, what people want to go in their home is actually going in their home. And then the trade-off to that is we find we, we are building the homes a little bit quicker than most because we do have that person there full time and, you know, making sure things are getting done, making sure the guys show up and, and do this and, and, and get their jobs done. So there, there's some trade-off in there. Mm -hmm. But the, I think we that's also a order our products yes. beforehand. Mm -hmm. Like we're used to ordering things way in advance. You know, mm -hmm. COVID's kind of caused everyone to do that, but that's just something that we've always had to do mm -hmm. since stuff isn't available down the, down the street. <laughs> yeah. So you have it streamlined, basically. <laughs> we do now. Yeah. Yeah. Streamlined Most days. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, unfortunately, it's, it's still, you know, once a week, you'll get a call from one supplier and, and just, to, you know, like, hey, letting you know that this, this might not be available. Uh, you know, appliances are still kind of tricky, uh, stuff like that. So it's just, we've, we've, uh, we've tried to do very good about ordering things as quickly as possible. Yeah, that's amazing. But I, I think that having this full-time superintendent idea is so brilliant because it, it seems to be kind of a no-brainer, but I don't know that if it's, well, it's very I mean, typical. You it, know? <laughs> I, I don't know why some don't do it. Uh, I come from a commercial background and that was just kind of a requirement. Mm. And I don't, I didn't understand why we wouldn't do it in residential specifically for our type of build it's it's just not something we would be comfortable not mm -hmm. having and uh yeah i don't i don't i don't know why other people don't but <laughs> but it's you know it makes perfect sense and and i'm so glad that you have it all figured it out but so you guys wrote a book right well <laughs> i guess the genesis of the book is the kind of a funny story but we were doing a project for uh, a guy who happened to be a publisher and I, and we got to become friends with him and, and his wife and we were just chatting one day and I said, you know, I feel like there's a book in here, Jen's story, what she overcame and how we turned it into something positive. And he's like, okay, go do it. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. So, uh, you know, to Jen and I both just, 
buckled in and, and, and kind of like our business just bootstrapped it, but super fortunate that they, they gave us like the greatest editor on the face mm -hmm. of the earth that really, really helped us. And, and kind of a neat story while we were going through the book, he, and he bought a house. And so he, he called us for a consultation on, on, you know, what, what he should do. And, and, but yeah, it's, it's been a cool journey and, and to be able to put what we do into a book. And I feel like we've done it in such a way where it's not a technical manual, mm -hmm. where it's more of something that you can follow along. And if you just want to, if you just want to paint your walls, you can go to that chapter and, and figure that out. You don't, it's, it doesn't read like a textbook. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, I think it's great, but I'm a little <laughs> <laughs> And tell us the name of the book. It's healthier homes, healthier and it also homes. yeah it, it at the beginning it was focused on the home building process mm -hmm. like finding a piece of land, designing the home, and then walking you through the entire like build process. But then we we realize like with our homes that we build every day, once you have the healthy home, you need to have healthy decor and furniture and upholstery, and it doesn't stop there. <laughs> and so that's something that we've been doing for our clients is providing them with interior design and decorating, which I love to do. I've been doing it for years. And, um, and so that needed to become a part of the book as well. So the book scope definitely like widened, but I think it's for very good purpose. And the last half of the book is all about like designing, decorating, and looking at different materials whenever you're shopping and things like that. So that's great. That's great. I, I, I can't wait to uh, get it. You, you sent me some pages and, and I really enjoyed looking at it. And I'm looking forward to getting the whole book, seeing the whole book. So what, Thank what you. are your visions, Rusty and Jen? What's, what, do you, um, what do you dream about these days with your business? Oh, lots of different things. I mean, like I was saying earlier, the, the rates of chronic diseases and things like that with the homes being more closed up, there's no police. Like the EPA only is concerned about outdoor air that nobody is looking at what's going inside the houses. And so I really hope that this is a pivotal transformation. We're starting a pivotal transformation for the way homes are built, like best practices for building homes. And like Rusty was saying earlier, love to do um, healthy home developments, you know, mm -hmm. someday sooner than later, and also expand our business, not only here in Central Texas, but take it other places, because I feel like the opportunity to, to provide people a healthier place to live is a great thing, you know, mm -hmm. it's just, how do you scale? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating maybe not frustrating, it's probably a poor choice of words, but we get calls from all over the United States and the stories that we hear and the, the, the people that, that want us to come build it. And it's like, gosh, you know, it's, it, it's really, really hard to tell people you just can't, you know, you can't do it. We had a, a, it was a very sweet lady reach out this morning, actually. And we just, you know, she's a little out of, out of our geographic range. And she's like, well, what is it going to take? You know, <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, but that it's also very, very humbling and nice to hear that, that people are, are wanting that. And I, I 
she was like, like you can have my home as a show home yeah. <laughs> i feel like that this that this book the way that, and i know i keep repeating this but the way that we did it and to make it so approachable i hope it opens up people's eyes and it's not it's not meant to scare anyone it's not meant to do anything like that it's just like here this is this is possible to do your house isn't going to be weird it's not going to be any difference it's, it's just going to be beautiful and healthy and, Mm -hmm. and, I mean, that's the vision is for everyone to have one of those. <laughs> right. I agree. <laughs> that's a beautiful vision. Thank you so much. So how do people find you? Uh, the, your book is Healthier Homes and it's available on Amazon, right? Yeah. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, mm -hmm. IndieBound, mm -hmm. a lot of different um, small and big book retailers. Great. Comes out next Tuesday, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh. Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, wow, congratulations. <laughs> so that's September, what day is that? 27th. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and so, and you have a website as well. So can you tell yes. us? Yes. Um, we started healthierhomes.com. It just felt like the right thing to do with having the book come out. It's a, an online community where people can find up-to-date information. There's blog posts that will continually be added and um, we also started our own line of paint um, called Healthier Paint. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and some other construction products. And then really the hardest thing for um, searching for interior design packages was finding furniture that was, you know, naturally finished or didn't have fire retardants on it, all those mm -hmm. kind of things. And so we really, our vision for healthier homes is to be like whole foods for your house. Mm. And um, it's, we just launched it uh, last month and there's lighting, furniture, decor. Um, there's some e-guides on there that kind of delve in deeper from what we have in the book, all sorts of things and, and some videos. And we really just, that is also a big goal is to expand healthierhomes.com. Yeah, that's it's meant to be kind of like a like a continuation of the book that Jen and I will constantly be adding content to via e-guides and videos. And so hopefully the pe people that get the book that want to keep going with us and and the the house that's on the cover of the book, that's actually a house that we're building right now. On the book it's a rendering. So Hopefully people will follow us over there and they can see like the actual finished product. We're excited about that. So, yeah. Well, that's so exciting. I wish you the best of that. Thank and you. I'm looking, <laughs> I look forward to keeping up with what's going on with you and see how you grow. And, oh, and yeah, you. absolutely. So, okay. So it's healthierhomes.com, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. That's your website. And then on social media, it's um, Healthier Homes by JS2. Oh, okay. That's your uh, social handle, mm -hmm. Healthier Homes by JF2. Great. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for your time. I'm really, I'm really excited to have you on my podcast, and um, I, I really wish you the best. Thank you. Well, when you're in Austin, you need to let us know. Yes, we will. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. This is a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much. I was, uh, this was Izumi Tanaka with Home Green Homes.